Hey, Wowzers, Mindy here. Before we start the show, just a little reminder that our Teachers That Wow contest is still going on through this Friday, May 18th. If you've got an amazing teacher that wows your world in a big way, then share it with us. One winning Wowzer will receive a virtual classroom visit from Guy Raz and me in the form of a video call. Grown-ups, for more details on how to enter, visit tinkercast.com teachers. That's tinkercast.com teachers. That's it. Now let's get on with the show. I'll just allow myself in. Hey, Guy Raz! Guy Raz! Energy equals mass times the speed of light. Guy Raz, are you sleep talking? Yes, Professor. If we subtract the square root of 92.155 and then... Oh boy, well, doesn't seem like he's going to wake up anytime soon. I guess I'll just help myself to a snack from the old refrigerator. I know he's into some weird foods, but why is this refrigerator full of stinky fish? Maybe I don't need a snack after all. Coming, coming, coming for alarm fire. Get to the trucks, get to the trucks. I'm coming. Oh, butter my biscuits. Guy Frost, it's just your alarm Ringing. Hey, Chief, I'll be in the fire truck ASAP! In the Guy Raz! Whoa, 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 wait. Come on, it's me, your best friend Mindy. Wait, Mindy? What's happening? Man, you were out. Must have been some crazy deep sleep. Asleep? Yeah, I just came over here to have breakfast like we planned, and I found you talking in your sleep, but out like a light. Oh, man, Mindy. The last thing I remember from last night was eating a big plate of fish. Yeah? Then brushing my teeth, mm-hmm. then flossing, oh, yeah. then rinsing with mouthwash, okay. then doing some breathing exercises, uh, then practicing gratitude, uh, then pulling down the blackout shades, okay. then climbing into my soft, warm bed, then... Okay, I get it. You take bedtime really seriously. Well, last night, once my head hit the pillow, I was out, and boy, did I sleep well, Mindy, which reminds me, it's breakfast time. (gasps) Did you say breakfast? You better believe it, and check out my new gadget, Mindy. Wow, that's a cool cylinder, Guy Raz. Okay, watch us. Okay, Zoodle, say breakfast in German. Breakfast in German. (laughs) Huh. Hang on, Mindy. My Zoodle home is acting up. Okay, Zoodle. Tell me how to say breakfast in German. Frühstück. Hmm. Frühstück, huh? Okay, Zoodle. How about in French? Déjeuner. 
How about in Spanish? Desayuno. How about in Arabic? Okay, Guy Raz, my grumbling belly could really go for some washabout iftar right now. So, um, if you could just fakisa already. Fakisa? Oh, yeah, fakisa. It means, um, scoot your tush in Southern Sotho. Southern Sotho? Yeah, Southern Sotho. It's a Southern Bantu language spoken mostly in South Africa and Lesotho. Wow, you speak Southern Sotho? Uh, not really, but Reggie and I have been taking some classes online. Wow. Yeah, our challenge is to work through all 11 of South Africa's official languages. Huh. Anywho, how's about that? Rush duck, you promised. Oh, yeah. Actually, Mindy, do I have a treat for you? <gasps> Banana chocolate chip pancakes topped with nitrous oxide propelled sweetened whipped cream? Uh, no. <sighs> okay, well, are you at least making those cinnamon buns that burst out of the can that comes with that delicious white frosting that just melts off the top? Uh, have you forgotten who you're talking to? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we're just having the huge. You mean tall glasses of room-temperature water, hard-boiled eggs, cashew cheese, and some raw kale? <sighs> well, not today, Mindy. Does this mean we're having something new? Yeah, today, Mindy, I'm making my new favorite breakfast specialty. What is it? Here, let me show you in the fridge. Oh, no, don't do it, 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 don't do it. We're going to have a fish fiesta. Fish for breakfast? Hi, Roz, who eats fish for breakfast? Well, actually, lots of people do. In Guyana, people eat whitefish at breakfast. Uh, traditional Japanese breakfast includes fish. Same in Indonesia. And in countries like Denmark, Norway, Russia, and Germany, you can have a delicious plate of pickled herring with your eggs. Believe it when I see it. But even in America, Mindy, lots of people eat smoked salmon at breakfast. And in Alaska, people eat a lot of fresh salmon because they have some of the most delicious wild salmon in the whole wide world. <sighs> so that's why you have a fridge full of salmon? Yep. I order it directly from a fisherman in Seward, Alaska. And Mindy, it is delicious and Nutritious and braintastically soporific. Uh, braintastic? Soporific? What? Well, technically, braintastic is a made up word combining brain and fantastic, but soporific is a real word. <gasps> I think I got this figured out. Soporific. It's from the Latin root sopper, which means deep sleep, and things that are soporific help us sleep. Yep, so fish is both brain-tastic as it can make you smarter, and it can also help you sleep better. Uh, hold the banana pepper phone, Guy Raz. <laughs> uh, Mindy. Smarter and sleepier? Well, yeah, here, here, let me explain. Guy Raz, you are needed on set. Guy Raz, please report to set. Oh, man, Mindy, I, I almost forgot. I've got to get to the studio. What? The studio? Guy Raz, 
What is going on? Oh, I didn't tell you, Mindy. Uh, tell me what? Oh, I just signed a five-episode deal with the Neanderthal Network to do a food show. The Neanderthal Network? Yep. Only paleo, keto, Whole30, and SCD diets allowed. But, uh, you know, hey, it's a gig, right? Wait, you're doing a cooking show on TV? Well, technically, it's just a five-show deal, so we'll see how it goes. C- come on, I'm late. Okay, I'm coming, but I'm still starving. Way back. Guy Raz has entered the building. Guy Raz has entered Just made it. Roll sound. What is happening? Okay, everyone, quiet on set. And in three, two, and one. Welcome to Caveman Cooking. Here's your host, your bro, my bro, Guy Raz. Hey, cave people, yeah. what is up? You ready for hey. some caveman nutrition? I'm on a mission for nutrition. All right, friends, today I'm making some food that our hominin ancestors ate back in the caves. And caves. Caves. That's true. Let's start with the pan of our ancestors, cast, cast iron. iron. I'm gonna throw this piece of salmon skin side down in this hot pan and let her cook for three minutes oh. until that skin is crispy. Yes. Then I'll flip it over and throw some coconut aminos, a little fish sauce, a drop of red chili paste, and voila! The menu of the ancient man and woman. Um, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, nice forehead. I, I just need to get through Come here. On, Sorry, that's my friend up there. Excuse me, pardon me. Coming through. Um, there was a word. Uh, uh, Mindy, I'm on live TV. What's going on? Um, well, cavemen didn't cook on cast iron pans and shake coconut aminos and tied chili paste on their fish. Well, uh, technically that is true, but if they could have had those things, they would. Anyway, it's paleo cooking. Just go with it. I don't know about this, Guy Raz. Are all you cave people ready for some fresh wild salmon? Fishing for nutrition. Good for your brain and good for your sleep. Sleep to the max. Well, friends, thanks for joining us this week, and see you next time. Caveman Cooking is a Neanderthal Network production. When we return, Guy Raz jacks your macros with his caveman brownies and his coconut chia probiotic pudding. Don't miss it, you jabroni. And we're clear. That's a wrap. Wow. Guy Raz, I barely even recognized you up there. What got into you? Me? What do you mean? Well, uh, you were acting like a caveman, for one. Oh, well, it might be the new diet. Well, I gotta say, I didn't think I was a big fan of the fishy stuff, but um, I was able to swipe some of that salmon off the stage and... Mm. Boy, howdy. Stuff is delicious. Oh, oh, thanks. Well, I'm happy to share the recipe. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to give this fish for breakfast thing a second chance. Well, as I said, it is nutritious, delicious, and brain-tastic.
fantastically soporific. Yeah, speaking of which, what exactly do you mean when you say that fish makes us smarter and better sleepers? Well, that's what a growing body of scientific research suggests. You're saying that scientists have researched this and concluded that fish makes us smarter and sleep better? I, I know, right? I mean, it sounds like a big, wet fish kiss to the fish industry, but it's a real conclusion recently published in the journal Scientific Reports. Hmm, so what did the study find? Well, Mindy, a team of researchers from the University of Pennsylvania, including Jiang Hong Lu, Jennifer Pinto Martin, Alexandra Hanlon, and Adrian Rain, decided to put a long known theory about omega 3s to the test. Omega 3s. Um, hang on a second, Guy Raz. Zoodle, if you're out there, what exactly are omega 3s? Zoodle? Zoodle? <gasps> omega 3. Polyunsaturated fatty acid that is found in foods like chia seeds, grass-fed beef, shrimp, and fish. Thanks, Zoodle! You're the best! Sakai Raz, omega-3s, am I right? Yes, that's right. Omega-3s, which are, of course, invisible and generally tasteless to us humans, are special acids found in the oils of these foods. And it's believed that omega-3s are good for human health. And that's the theory that these researchers from the University of Pennsylvania were trying to prove, right? Right. And for a long time, scientists have found links between omega-3s and human intelligence. Huh. And that maybe omega-3s can help our brains grow and develop, especially when we're young. And so what did these researchers find? Well, this team from the University of Pennsylvania was interested in learning more because a lot of the earlier studies done by other scientists and researchers focused on people who take supplements. You mean like fish oil? Like fish oil capsules? Yep. In fact, I take two every day. So how did this team from Pennsylvania do their study? Well, they decided to find out if eating fish, not just taking fish oil pills, might also make a difference in brain health. So they had people go hog wild on an all-you-can-eat fish buffet? Well, sort of, yeah. What these researchers did was to study kids. As in goats? Uh, nope kids as in young humans below the legal age of majority. Yeah, they studied a group of kids in China. A bunch of kids in China. And to be precise, 541 kids in China aged 9 to 11 years old. Huh. And these researchers studied how much fish each of these kids ate every month. And I'm guessing we're not talking about two-for-one fish fillet sandwiches from McDoodads, right? Yeah, that's probably a safe assumption. And I don't think fried fish and chips counted either. So probably like steamed fish or roasted fish or, or pan-seared, kind of like how you cook that salmon on your cooking show. Yeah, exactly. And then the researchers asked each of the 541 kids to take a test. What? Fish in a test? What is this? Well, not like a test that counts, but a test to find out how smart they were at that very moment. Uh... A test that measures something called IQ. Or intelligence quotient. But I've always wondered, 
How can a test measure someone's intelligence? Well, you know, intelligence tests are controversial, meaning some people think they're a real measure of how smart someone is, and other people think they only measure how smart someone is at that very moment during the test. Oh, yeah. So, like, if somebody was up the whole night before inventing cheese coffee, or if maybe they had jelly beans for breakfast, they might not do as well as if they hadn't done these things? Exactly. And intelligence, or how smart we are, isn't something that's necessarily fixed because our brains grow and build new connections over the course of our lives. And we build new connections in our brains by being curious. curious. Whoa. Yes. Curiosity is what fuels our brains, Mindy, by asking questions, by reading, by exploring. Those are the things that make us smarter. Well, anywho, back to this fish test. When those researchers asked the kids in China to take the intelligence test, what did they find? Well, amazingly, Mindy, they found that kids who ate fish at least once a week scored better on the test. Actually, their IQ scores were almost five points higher than kids who never ate fish. Whoa, so fish made them smarter? Well, it's not entirely clear, but that seems to be the case. In fact, kids who ate fish sometimes still had IQ scores that were three points higher than kids who never ate fish. Yeah, but you said that before you went to bed last night, you ate a big plate of fish. So did you do that to get smarter? Well, I was experimenting for sure, because these researchers from the University of Pennsylvania They also found that kids who ate fish at least once a week slept a lot better than kids who didn't eat fish. Oh, so now I'm starting to connect the dots. That's why you were in such a deep state of sleep when I came in earlier. Well, I can't say it was just the fish, but it's possible there is a connection with eating fish and sleeping well, too. But how do fish make omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids anyway? You know, I'm not entirely sure, but I bet we could find out. Oh, boy. I see that light bulb glowing on top of your head. Wait, are you plugged into something? Well, if we really want to investigate, Mindy, we'll have to go, you know. Something smells fishy about this plan you're hatching, Guy Raz. But it could help us understand the source of those omega-3s in fish, and all we have to do is shrink you down with your shrink wand and send you inside the belly of a fish. Inside the belly of a fish? What? No way. Garaz, the last time you shrunk me down, I found myself in the middle of an onion crying my eyeballs out. (laughs) Well, this time we'll make sure you're wearing your astronaut gear. You know, just in case. (sighs) This better be worth it, Garaz. Nothing to worry about, Mindy. It'll be fine, just fine. We'll see about that. This time, Garaz... You're coming with me. Okay, well, I guess the first stop is uh, your garage. Should we find Reggie? Reggie! Hey, Reg, we're going to need you to take us on our strangest adventure yet. Adventure inside the belly of a nutritious, delicious, and braintastic fish. Next time on Caveman... Uh, Wow in the world. Wow in the world will...
we'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Nintendo. Introducing the new Nintendo Labo Toy-Con Robot Kit, which lets you build a wearable robot suit that comes to life with Nintendo Switch technology. Follow the interactive instructions to make your creation. Then suit up to get playing with the included game. Nintendo Labo. Make. Play. Discover. Rated everyone 10 and up. Nintendo Switch system required. Sold separately. Parental supervision recommended. Support also comes from Kumon. Parent participation is integral to the Kumon math and reading program, and families celebrate kids' academic achievements together. Parents tell Kumon they also celebrate seeing their kids develop hard-to-teach character traits like confidence, focus, and grit, all skills that can take kids from being curious learners to kids on a mission to do great things. Kumon, where smart kids get smarter. Visit kumon.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you love to find and hear great new music, but you don't know where to start, let All Songs Considered be your guide. It's NPR's weekly music discussion and discovery podcast with tons of new songs and artists to fall in love with. Hear All Songs Considered in the NPR One app or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's it. Back to the show. to record. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, and I'm seven years old. My wow in the world is that trees take carbon dioxide and make it into food and actually breathe out oxygen. Bye. I love your show. Hi, Mandy and Guy Raz. It's Rowan from beautiful California. I am 11 years old, and my wow is this amazing fact that in China, more people speak English than in the United States. Wow, I love your show. Please keep up the good work. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. I'm Charlotte, and I'm from Lamexa, Kansas. I'm 11 years old, and my wow in the world is that rainbows are an optical illusion. Bye, Mindy and Guy Ross. I love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. I'm Levi, and I'm from Parker, Colorado. I'm 11 years old, and my wow in the world is that the air around a lightning strike is five times hotter than the sun. Isn't that incredible? I love your show, guys. Keep up the good work. Hi, my name is Evie, and I'm seven years old. I'm from San Clemente, California. And my wow in the world is that every time that flies land, they puke wherever they've landed. Hi, this is Chloe from Orleans, Massachusetts. My wow is that bananas are a berry. Bye, I love your show. Hi, I'm Claire, and I'm from Albany, New York, and my wow in the world is that if a starfish loses its arm, it can go re- it can regrow a new one. Bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Sebastian from Washington, D.C., and I'm eight years old. My wow is that falcons are the fastest flying birds. They can fly up to 242 miles per hour. Isn't that cool? Bye, guys. Love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raj. I'm Lola Reach from India, California, and my wow in the world is the bunnies in their neighborhood. They just keep coming! Bye! End of messages. 
Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Wow in the World. And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we've posted on this episode at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more details on how your kids can become part of the world organization of wowzers. Lots of cool perks, exclusive T-shirts, autographed pictures of us, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Say hello, Jed. Yeah. With help from Thomas Van Kalken, Chelsea Urson, and Jessica Bodie. Meredith Halpern Ranzer is the big boss. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop Ups. You can find more of their awesome all ages music at thepopups.com. And parents and teachers, if you want to send us an email, our address is hello at wowintheworld.com. Grown-ups, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wow in the World. And if you want to be featured at the end of the show, call us up and tell us your Wow in the World. Our phone number is 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. That's 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcasts, leave us a few stars and a review, and be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time, keep on wowing. Wow in the World was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. I'm Ophira Eisenberg. Join me on NPR's Ask Me Another as we challenge contestants and celebrities to nerdy word games, music parodies, and punderful trivia. Find us every week on the NPR One app and wherever you listen to podcasts.